0: Hello! You are welcome to the Apostle Frederick Kaluluma podcast channel for yet another powerful, sobering, and inspiring word from God. Grab your Bibles, pens, and notepads as we join Apostle Frederick Kaluluma from the City of the Lord Church in Lusaka, Zambia. Be blessed.
1: Want to sing that chorus one last time, right? Let's go. Everything. And everything You hold in your
0: hands
1: Still you make
0: time for me I can't understand Praise
1: you God of earth and sky
0: oh, Praise you God of earth and sky How
1: beautiful How
0: beautiful is your unfair Failing love.
1: You never change.
0: God, you never change. God, you remain the holy one. Well, I-
1: God, praise the Lord, praise God. Okay, to John one, John one, verse one, praise God. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. Praise the Lord. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Praise God. So I've got a question for you. Um, when we are talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, who was He in the beginning? You know how. You know what I have noticed. Here's what I have noticed. I have observed that there's a bit of a mindset sometimes where we think, when we when we picture heaven, we picture you know, there's like God walking and then there was this little boy named Jesus and then he was growing up and then as he was growing, they were telling him, one day, you're going to go on earth and you're going to save the world. And he grew up and he grew up then somehow he became a baby again. But I want us to understand something. Uh, Jesus, the man, was not always a man. In the beginning, the Bible is very clear about who he was. He was the word. If you read even in the book, is it First John, when we are told about the three that bear witness in heaven, you notice it says the Father, the Spirit, and the Word deliberately because Jesus initial nature is in the beginning was the word praise god praise the lord so in the beginning was the word praise the lord now i want us to understand something about the nature of the word I want us to understand something about the nature of the word because this will really help us understand um, talking about the word like a hammer there's something that will really help us understand this the first thing I want us to understand is that the word is spirit the word is spirit praise God Somebody say, the word is spirit. The word is spirit. So that initial understanding that in the beginning was the word gives you a bit of an idea of the nature of the word. Because we're told the word was with God and the word was God. So if you want to know more about the nature of God, you might might want to look at John 4. And verse 24. And there's something that we're taught there. John 4, verse 24. Notice what we're told. Praise the Lord. So John 4, verse 24, we're taught something interesting. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. And if you've observed, something major about the Word is that the Word was Spirit. It was God, so the Word is Spirit. The Word is Spirit. Praise God. I want us to see John 6 and verse 63. By the way, when you read John 6 verse 63... It will help you because when you read that portion of scripture, you stop, you start focusing a lot on who said something. There are quotes, no matter how good, I can never there are some quotes, no matter how good I can't quote them and I can't make them my philosophy of life because of who said it. For example, karma. I'm not going to get a Buddhist court and a Buddhist theory and, start, and make it my philosophy in life. Praise God. Here's why. Jesus is speaking and he says, it is the spirit who gives life. The, f- the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. So I want you to understand that the word is Spirit. The Word is Spirit. So let's go back to John 1. John 1. So all the way from John 1, we see that in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Praise God. And we also, as we go further, get to understand that something happened between John 1 verse 1 and John 1 verse 14. I want you to see verse 14. You have, you have a good understanding soon. The Bible says, and the word became flesh. The word wasn't always flesh. The word was in the spirit. The word became flesh. The word became physical. The word became tangible. The word became something you can touch in the material realm. Something that you can interact with. Something that you can hold someone to be more specific. And yet, in the beginning, what was the word? The word was with God. And the word was spirit. Because God is a spirit. So, ideally, what we are trying to do is learn how to get from verse 1 to verse 14. Praise God. And you notice something that, that kept happening. Remember last time I, I, I spoke about how God uses a mouth? I want you to understand that God started talking about the word "becoming flesh" from the time of Genesis. From the time of Genesis, God began to speak about the word "becoming flesh. Can I show you quickly? Look at uh, Genesis chapter number three. Praise God. Praise God. How many of you have ever interacted with a prophetic word? How many of you have interacted with a prophetic word? Here's what I mean. Where it was in the spirit. And then it becomes flesh. And you're holding it. You're tangibly interacting with it. <laughs> Praise God. Some of you are interactions with prophetic words. Literally. When we began this ministry. And we began meeting in the living room. And I still remember in those meetings, who prophesied you? How do you feel? Why do you think that day you were walking, you were planning to go to Topeys? And as you were walking, you heard uh, somebody singing, Father, I love you. And then your legs just started bending. Let's let's just try it out for today. Before you knew it, you came back again. Before you knew it, you came back again. Praise God. You find you've been invited to many places or Somehow you just had to come. Some some people here, you were supposed to go to school in the U.S. You were supposed to go to school in Germany. Somehow you found yourself in a position where, boom, crescent. You have probably not even heard of crescent. And then, as soon as you just stepped within the vicinities, you are walking and you said, "What is this view, view? There must be something interesting this side." <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> You know, if I was a lecturer, I would have created an, an entire exam, and the examples I would have given would have been from. No, it is well. <laughs> Free advertisement, eh? Nevertheless, something, this word which was in the spirit, becoming flesh, have you ever interacted with the prophetic word? I remember when I... I remember when I I had a problem in the year 2012 2013 2013 no 2012 somewhere there I had a problem with my eye. There was something that had grown, and when I went to the hospital, there was need for an operation. So that operation was very painful. Has ever been, you know, the pain I felt. I I I don't think I've felt that pain before because. Uh, I was, you know, I was given those injections and the like, and so I was awake. But then I could feel the pain in the bones. That's how I felt it, literally. Because there was something literally stuck. And then after they removed the first one, they went like, we found another one. And by then the thing was running out, because they had only planned for one. They removed it. And, you know, I was all bandaged up and, and the like. Now, the mistake they had made is that I had just started indirectly with the message of faith, so you know me. So I remember coming out, and they wanted me to lie down and, 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 and take some time to sleep. And I asked, why am I sleeping? And so, you know, they had to call my uncle, who's a pastor, who's a pastor, and my mom, and they were trying to convince me to sleep. And I said, you know, no, no, I'm not going there. If I go there, I'm a patient. And, you know, the doctor looks at me like, When just from operating you and you still don't consider yourself a patient. (laughs) I'm I'm saying I just couldn't consider myself one. And I went back home and then time came to remove the bandage and they found another one. Yeah, so they found another one. So you know what that meant. And I went to bed that night and when I went to bed, I had a dream. And in the dream, someone came and laid hands on me and it was gone completely so when i woke up i went straight to the mirror found it it was still there and it was still hurting i was amazed it's like there was how can I, there was a discrepancy between the spiritual realm and the physical there was a lack <laughs> there was a gap I don't know if you're getting my point. Who's ever at that moment? Where you're feeling so wealthy in the spiritual realm, <laughs> but there's a bit of a, a lag. It's like the flesh is being stubborn and doesn't want to catch up. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. When you're feeling you've you've reached that time, for some reason when you're walking, you're always doing your hand like this. You just feel like that time has come. But then. You check all the funny people in your DMs. None of them is adding up to the time you're feeling. I don't know getting... Those who are just listening to the podcast won't understand what I'm saying right now. Yeah, anyways, like I was saying, so what happened to me is, uh, eventually, it kept happening, and it was there, every day I would check. Never got a single dream again or a single explanation from the Lord. And then I remember one time going for a meeting, and this was the day I knew it was rough. I went to preach somewhere. It was a very interesting meeting because uh, I was expecting a lot of people. That's why in your early days of ministry, sometimes you are, you, as in God uses different ways to teach you. So I was expecting a lot of people. I then came with one person as my protocol. So I found the person who invited me, and one person, a committed brother that's it. (laughs) So we were the four of us. And I came with one person. And so, and then the third person goes like, like we're just reaching. And the person says, what's that in your eye? (laughs) Praise God. And so, because of that, I was a bit, even when I was getting ministry invites, I was a bit uncomfortable. Like maybe when I'm preaching, everyone will be looking and saying, what's that? And all that. I still don't remember the day it went. I still don't remember. I still don't remember. And sometimes when we read the scriptures, we don't really... It's one thing to read... And you see when we get into it, the other day I was thinking to myself on how we can help people. And I began to think about Sarah. You know, we we laugh at her. But there must have been a level she, she must have reached. Such that God could appear in the flesh. If you read Genesis 18. God appeared in the flesh. Sat with Abraham. She even prepared food for God. You know, you, you stress about preparing food for your in-laws. Sarah prepared food for God. The creator prepared food for him. It's in Genesis 18. And two angels. So how on a cooking CV she can say I prepared food for God? Two angels? So, and then God says, I'll come back this time next year. And your wife Sarah will have a, will have a child. And if you read it, do we have it? Check, check, check for it for me. It's Genesis 18. You found it? Should be Genesis 18. I I just want us to see what was going through the mind of Sarah. As we continue, yeah. Now give it to me when when the Lord said you'll have a child. Is it verse 10? You should have found it for me. That, anyways, that's just what I was thinking. Okay. And I, he said, I will certainly return to you according to the... It was verse 10, right? And I will certainly return to you. <laughs> it, it, it feels so good. According to the time of life, and behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. Sarah was listening in the tent door, which was behind him. We don't know whether she was eavesdropping. Or, yeah, let's go on. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age, and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Uh Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, saying, after I have grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also. I want you to see it from the message translation. Sarah laughed within herself, and I want you to read it with a Nigerian accent. Come and read it for me. With a Nigerian accent. One, two, three, go. Sarah laughed. Uh-huh. Come on, Sarah laughs. Start from Sarah laughed. Come on, guys. One, two, three, go. <laughs> uh-huh. With this old man of a husband. <laughs> no, he's supposed to be a husband. Yeah. With this old man of a husband. She had reached that stage. It's like the physical and what God had said. Because it's not like this story started in chapter 8. It stayed in chapter 15. Actually it stayed in chapter 12 when he was saying, I'll make you a great nation. That obviously included the wife giving birth. And in chapter 15, God still encountered the I'm Ill, and the like. And then God comes again in another chapter. The, the thing is this, for us we see chapters. We don't realize how many years have passed. We don't realize how many years had passed. We don't realize how many times Sarah woke up crying. You don't know at what stage she had reached for her to laugh when God had spoken. What am I trying to say? The word is spirit. That's why what she didn't realize is that for her notice by this time she's already been called Sarah. She's not being called Sarai. Her name had already changed. In the spiritual realm she was already seen as the mother of nations. <laughs> But there's a cooperation she had to give. So now, I want us to understand that God started speaking of the word becoming flesh a long time ago. Genesis chapter number 3. And I want you to see, it should be verse 14. Genesis 3, let's look at verse 14. Uh It says, so the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle. And more than every piece of the field. On your belly you shall go and shall eat dust for the days of your life. Let's go. And I will put enmity between you and the woman. And between your seed and her seed. Hold on. Firstly, which woman produces seed? Biologically, the seed is the man. The woman receives it. But notice, he's very deliberate in his words. He doesn't talk about the man's seed. it's already contaminated. He says, I'll put enmity between your seed and her seed. And then immediately gives the seed the personality and says, he shall bruise your head. And you shall bruise his heel. Talking about the death you your time. So God already starts talking about Jesus. That's why... The angel appeared to Mary. That's why it's Mary who got pregnant. It wasn't, there was no seed of a man that had entered. That's why she had to be a virgin. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is somebody following? Are you following? That's why it cleanses yourself from other philosophies. Prepare yourself to receive the seed of God, which is his word. We'll talk about that on another day. But let's continue. And then from this moment forth, God started hammering. Do you know how he was hammering? Through the prophets. Notice. He had to get physical people. And they all started talking and talking. Who didn't talk about Jesus? Notice all the prophets would point to a liberation of Israel. And they would point to a coming Messiah. They would not talk about him. They would talk about him. And you know what? Let me tell you something I love about prophets. And this is why if you become prophetic, you can get results in the now. (laughs) Let me tell you what I mean. Some of these guys interacted with the spiritual realm so much that it stopped being the future for them. How come there were healings even before Jesus came? There are people who had interacted with the future so much that it stopped being... The future came in the now. Let me show you. How many years before Jesus was Isaiah? Estimated about 600. But look at Isaiah 53. Uh Uh-huh. Pay attention to Isaiah 53. Who has believed our report? Notice, he he decided to participate in this gospel. This is the same scripture quoted in Romans 10, 16. You've seen it in Romans 10, 16, right? Let me show you. Romans 10, 16. Just just so you know, you have to link the scriptures. Romans 10, give me verse 16. Uh Uh-huh. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? And in verse 17 it says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So the foundation of faith in Romans 10 is actually Isaiah 53. Just go back to Isaiah 53. <laughs> Praise God. And so it says, Uh huh. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Observe this. There is a positive correlation. Between the arm of the Lord being revealed and your believing of the report, there is a positive correlation. (laughs) Let's continue. Verse 2 For he shall, future tense, he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. Has present tense, no formal comeliness, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Can you tell what this is describing? You can tell what this is describing, right? Have you noticed that he has skipped his entire life and has gone to the cross? Tell me, do you think you'd see a man who's been whipped all over, who's, who's been shattered? blooded all over. And you say, wow, so beautiful. Can you imagine how disfigured Jesus was looking at the cross? Praise God. Let's go on. He is despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. In case you are wondering, does Jesus really understand? He's acquainted with grief. He knows what it's like to be rejected. And we hid. Oh my goodness. Suddenly Isaiah is participating. He's no longer just watching. He begins to participate in it. All right. I hope I'm not going too far today. And he says, and we hid as it were our faces from him. It became so real to him. He was and we did not esteem him. He participates. Then look at this. He also participates in the results. He says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, spirited by God, and afflicted. Let's go. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. 600 years before Jesus came. I wouldn't be surprised if the entire house of Isaiah was walking in perfect health. Can you imagine one day the guy is riding around, guys? We have been healed. We have been healed. Oh, he's been smitten and stricken, and they are thinking this guy is crazy. He had interacted with it so much in the spiritual realm, and do you know what? God used him to be one of the people to to speak it, and so he kept speaking. He's not the only one who spoke. Jeremiah spoke. Jeremiah is not the only one who spoke. David spoke. David amazes me. David, that sweet psalmist. The guy, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you've read his psalms, there are some where you know, okay, this is the soul. He's saying, why are you down? Then the guy will just switch to the spirit. Read Psalm 22. It's talking about Jesus. They divided my garments. They did this, 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 this. David's garments were never divided. So they kept speaking and speaking and the Apostle Peter summarizes it well in 1 Peter chapter 1. I want you to read this from verse 6. Speaking of our salvation. Who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Uh-huh. Let's go to verse 7-8. But the, the okay, let's, let's, I'm going to start explaining a lot. Wait, this part. This part. It's not in the topic, but every time I read it, it amazes me. He's telling them about how precious their faith is. And he says this. Whom, having not seen your love, though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. If I can, he's saying, you guys, your faith is so precious. At least maybe you can say me, maybe. Because I knew the, I, I knew the, I knew the gentleman. We walked together. I even saw him after being resurrected. And he says, but you guys, you've not even seen him, yet you love him. <laughs> Next verse. Receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Uh-huh. Of this salvation, the prophets have inquired and searched carefully. Who prophesied of the grace that would come to you? Remember last week we talked about this. We mentioned God does nothing without revealing first to his servants, the prophets. And then the very next verse says, the lion has roared." So the reason why he, it says what? The lion has wrought. Let's Maybe let's look at it. I've forgotten it. Amos 3.7. Come on, guys. You know, when you're under me, you have to learn to link scriptures. Surely the Lord has nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants the prophets. Uh-huh. The lion has roared. Who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken. Who can but prophesy? It shows you that he reveals to the prophets so that they can prophesy. That's why he revealed to them, so that they can prophesy. It wasn't for nothing. Then you go back to First 1 Peter 1.10. And here we have been shown something. Of this salvation, the prophets have inquired and searched carefully. Who prophesied of the grace that would come to you? So they all kept prophesying. They were prophesying. And how were they prophesying? Remember we quoted it last time? The Spirit of the Lord spoke by me. His word was on my tongue. So every time they would prophesy, I find it interesting. How did Mary become the Holy Spirit, right? Remember the angel said, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. Now, don't you find it interesting that every time they would prophesy, they would be releasing... Okay. So now, in the Hebrew, the word for Holy Spirit is ruach Hagodesh, the breath of the holies. And so every time they would prophesy, they would be releasing ruach. They would be releasing ruach. And then the angel comes to Mary, and says the Ruach HaKodesh will come upon you. What were all those guys releasing? Ruach, 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 Ruach. And they build momentum and then he comes and says the Ruach HaKodesh will come upon you. Hey, that's story for another day. Let's continue. Of this salvation, the prophets bah, 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 bah. the prophets have inquired and searched carefully, who prophesied of the grace that will come to you. Uh-huh. Searching what or what manner of time, take note of the word time, the Spirit of Christ was in them, was indicating when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. Uh huh. To them it was revealed that not to themselves but to us they were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things which even angels desire to look into. Some of these servants are well attended for different reasons. <laughs> you can find us were setting up the physical chairs. The others were also setting up spiritual chairs. Like, okay, guys, the things we wanted to look into, they've been revealed. Uh-huh. Next verse. Therefore, gird up the. Okay. Let's, I, I'll go into another topic because that sentence, gird up the loins of your mind. Do you know what that means? Loins are the part of a male that he uses to reproduce. What is it telling you about your mind? <laughs> your mind has loins. Anyways, why do you think he can produce transformation? Romans 12:2. Have you observed that most of the time we think Romans 12:2 says. That when you are renewed, your mind is transformed. Romans 12 is not about a transformed mind. It's about a transformed life. It's beyond the mind. It says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Which is what? So, (laughs) what am I trying to say? The prophets kept speaking. They kept releasing. They kept hammering. And here is how the word was in them. Jeremiah describes how the word was like to them. Jeremiah 23 verse 29. This is why they could not stop speaking. This is why they could not stop speaking. Do you remember Jeremiah says, your word is like fire, shut up in my bones. But in this verse, God is describing his word. And he says, is not my word like fire, says the Lord. Why do you think when Jesus was, we need a topic on this one. Do you ever remember when Jesus was walking down the road to, uh, is it Aramas? and he was with those two gentlemen and then he finds them talking about Jesus. You know, it was eventful in that period and then he asks, saying, what's going on? And then they're like, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? Don't you know the things that have been going on? And like, oh, tell me. And they start explaining, ah, no, ah, so. Guys, <laughs> are so. I I a I don't know if you're getting my point. And after they speak, 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 Jesus rebuked them, and then he shares the word. And then when he left, they realized, oh, it's Jesus. And then they asked themselves, did not our hearts burn? (laughs) When he spoke, (laughs) did not our hearts burn? For me, that's my prayer always when I'm about to minister. Let that be the, listen, even if somebody doesn't like me, they haven't even if they've come just to test me, you, their heart, their heart, something just starts burning. Burning. Like, oh. Praise God. And the person also says, deep inside they know, there's oh, something about when that man spoke. Okay, so he says, it's not my word like fire, says the Lord. Now go on. And like a hammer that breaks the rock into pieces. Now I want you to understand something. Here was the challenge. Here is the word, and you know that the word is not in the realm of time. The word is eternal. Come on, we're not making these things up. you can see it in the scriptures, not so. Come on, basic scriptures. First Peter 1, you've seen it. Is it verse 24? Twenty-two somewhere there. Take me First Peter one, 22. 23. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God which lives and abides forever. That already shows you another quality of the word, that the word of God is eternal. Now, the struggle is this. How do we get the word which is in eternity to manifest in this thing called time? Do you know how great the divide is between the two? Before Christ. Do you know how great that divide was? think about this that divide it's so strong that the Bible uses it even to describe love have you noticed my goodness I feel like I'll switch topic have you see what the Bible says about love love is as strong as death jealousy demanding as the grave in short the grave is so demanding No matter how much you love the person, if the person is in the grave, you're not going to interact with them. We may do as many sentimental things as we want. Those are okay. They are for us. They've got nothing to do with them. I'm telling you the truth. No matter how big, uh, no matter whether you spend millions on on their gravesite, it's okay. You're respecting the memory. But do not. You're doing it for you. It's not like they wake up every morning and say, oh, my house is nice. No, 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 they don't. They're somewhere else. They're in an entirely different realm. And the divide between eternity and time. The divide between eternity and time. What's in eternity? I don't know, I don't know if somebody's getting my point. That's why Abraham Lincoln, he's not coming back. He's not coming back in this room right now. There is a great divide between the two. The rich man wanted to break it. He said, send me back. Maybe if I go back. Remember what the rich man said? He said, maybe they may not listen to people, but they will listen to somebody who's risen from the dead. That's what the rich man said. In short, if somebody is able to break this. So the word is in eternity. And then he's supposed to come in time. And so the prophets keep hammering, keep hammering, keep hammering. And before you know it, we have Galatians 4.4. 4. And Galatians 4.4 4 tells us something. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law. The word invaded this realm of time. Eternity invaded time. And I'm telling you, when Jesus walked on earth, eternity was walking. How do I know? Haven't you ever read when uh, Lazarus died and his sister came to him and said, if only you had come earlier. And he says, ah, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm here now. And, and remember, he says, sure, he will rise again. And she says, I know on the last day, in short, on that final t- day when time like lapses and catches up with eternity, he says, on the last day of the resurrection, Jesus and says, I am the resurrection. <laughs> in short, tr- eternity was now walking in time. He says, what? <laughs> you are thinking of a day. I'm here. The fullness of that day is embedded in me. There had to be a way. And here is another thing now that you must understand. Spirits are heaven bound, flesh is earth bound, that's why you never hear somebody was walking and then there's this demon that stopped them as they walking, no, if a demon wants to manifest on earth, it will enter a person, then you find, what, what do you think can enter a, a, a normal person to walk around with a knife, threaten someone over their own goods, And feel they've got the right to somebody else. Imagine the thought. You sit and say, that person worked so hard for their phone. Let me go and grab it from them. And I'll threaten their life with a knife. And I'm willing to stab them. Those are demons. Those are serious demons. Those are serious demons. And that's why you know you have to watch out if you start noticing certain habits in you. I don't know if are getting my point. A person just sits down and says, I'm just going to go to that lady. I'm just going to disturb her life, make her feel like this, and just get her virginity, move on to the next person and leave her heartbroken. Demons, those are devils actually. Devils. Those are devils now. Someone just sits and says, I'm just going to break that marriage. Because I just don't honor that marriage covenant. So simply because I want an iPhone, I'll break it. Those are principalities. Praise God. Those are devils. And that's how devils manifest. And so what am I trying to say? Here is the word. But the word didn't want to be in a position where it's just using a person. And so the word kept hammering and hammering. And before we knew it, John 1 verse 14 happened. It says the word became flesh. In short, the word broke that divide. It transferred. I don't know if somebody's getting my point. The word broke that glass if there is something like that. It kept hammering and hammering. And here is how you use a hammer. When you get a hammer and you go on a substance that you want to hammer, sometimes you get something. You might get a nail or something like that. It focuses the strength of the hammer on something. And for thousands of years, these people focused their words on, the, on Christ, on what Christ will be, on what Christ will do. And then with the hammer, you don't hit once. You, you keep up the momentum. You don't hit a lazy one, and then after some time, another lazy one. No, no, no. You bam, 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 bam. bam. I don't know if I get <laughs> And if you've observed, a hammer has been developed into other things which are similar to it, like an axe and all those things. There is a way you focus. You pick a spot. You focus. You get it weak. You get it weak. You get it weak. The whole point of the word being like a hammer... Go back to Jeremiah. What's the whole point of the word being like a hammer? 23, 29. The whole point of a word being like a hammer is for the sake of breaking. It's for the sake of... I mean, a hammer is used because there is some resistance of some sort. Praise the Lord. That's why you keep exposing yourself to this word. If your heart has been cold like stone, then it needs that hammer. That hammer. You keep exposing yourself. It's for the sake of breaking. And I'll tell you something. Once it breaks, it's broken. Here's how I know. How many of you know that Abraham had more children after Isaac? Haven't you read that he had more children after Isaac? Meaning once that door opened, even after Sarah died, the Bible says he married again. And you see the number of children he had. Was it Keturah that he married? Was it Ketura? He married again. Why? Because once that thing broke off, my friend, there's that realm of prosperity. You've been hitting, you've been hitting, you've been hitting. The moment it breaks, there's just a realm you enter which... It, it just becomes easy. Haven't you noticed that there are just certain amounts that were tough at some point, which now, that's not the amount for it. That one now is just, it's just something. There's a place where you break into something. Praise God. Even with divine intelligence, sometimes you might be hammering, you might be hammering. At times it goes, oh, at times they go, oh you keep confessing, you keep studying, you keep doing your thing. There is that place where it just breaks. Where well, you know that you know that no matter what exam is prepared by a human being, it's just not, not you. You just can't. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Even with ministry, and we should not be focused on ministry. Even with ministry, there is a place COVID can stand in the way, regulations, this, 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 this. <sighs> They're just a place once you hammered it. Ha- haven't you noticed that there are just certain people who get certain results, no matter the circumstances? I don't know if you're getting my point. The first to third years may all be gone. You can still go have a dominion night and pack it up. <laughs> for you, in this, it's just been registered in the spiritual realm that this one just can't go below this. You have to learn to use the word like a hammer. And to use it like a hammer, you must focus your meditation. You know, to meditate means to matter with intensity. You can come to a place where you've just decided. I can tell you certain things I've strongly meditated on. Strongly. Where it's become a part of you. For me, one of the things I've strongly meditated on is the aspect of ministry. I can feel shy to give a speech. I can be invited somewhere to talk about something to do, let's say, with what I've studied, development studies. I can have a bit of nerves. Preaching, no. I know, (laughs) listen, no matter what may be going on in my life, I can come from reading a very bad message. I can come from writing a very hard paper. My thought is, if I can just make it behind that pulpit, <laughs> if I can just reach here, just here, get the mic and say, "Everybody, just lift your yeah." <laughs> <laughs> oh, mistake. <laughs> no, no, I've I've meditated on that one. I've meditated on the word, just piercing through. I've meditated that the Lord has God has given me the tongue of the learned to speak a word in season, to hear that is weary, to speak that word in season, that word that the person needs, not just for encouragement, but also for victory, I know, I know, I know that, that one I know, praise the Lord, that's why I can go on any platform, and even as I'm walking up with people are saying, hmm, what will he tell us, I, I don't worry, we've dealt with their hearts already in prayer, we've focused that meditation. Praise the Lord. Imagine you focus your meditation on health. Those health complications which you've accepted as normal. Like me, I'm just like this. Imagine if you accept your, your new nature. Imagine what will happen. If you just focus your meditation. I can tell you another area of focus my meditation. Worship. I focused it. That ministry I have. I had an experience about 2014 where I was in a vision or a dream. Whether in the flesh or out of the flesh, I don't know. But all I know is that I was seated with this woman. And then suddenly I found myself like floating up. Like going to heaven. And as I was going up, I reached these gates. And before I could enter, the woman began singing. I said, floating down. coming. I was enjoying the singing, but I was wondering, ah, oh, i just about to, you know, take a grand tour. And I asked the Holy Spirit, I said, Holy Spirit, how come, like, I'm supposed to be that side? And I remember he responded, the one you are following has followed you. And then the moment I snapped and woke up from that, I remember him speaking to me and said, from today, They're going to lead people in a realm of worship, and heaven will come down. And suddenly the scriptures were opened before me, and I began to see, ah, even for the new Jerusalem, first, even for Christ to come, the Bible says the spirit and the bride, the woman was the bride, the church, will cry out, come, Lord Jesus, come. And then I began to see that even in the scriptures, no, 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 the Bible doesn't say that we're going to stay there forever. The Bible says, and I, John, I was in the spirit. And the Bible tells us that he will see this city coming down. And then it's prepared like a bride. And then everyone will say, behold, the tabernacle of God is now with men. That's why this church is called the city of the Lord, by the way. The tabernacle of God is now with men. Interestingly, that was 2014. If you heard my voice then and now, there's a bit of a difference. But you know what would happen? would have meetings, eh? Um, I don't know if some of you attended women in those days. What would happen is this. You find a meeting is there. It, it was a bit different from even how we do it now. And we will have one before the end of the year. The announcement will be made soon. I'll never forget. Here are all these people who've come, different denominations. I've met dad like a fancy hairstyle hair and they're like, <sighs> you're yeah, a man of God now. walking with like a step and a very fancy hairstyle. Which, and i there. And then for a moment I'll just forget them. You eh? know, I remember going on the floor I'm trying to remember one of the songs. <laughs> um, do you remember? Give me, give me a key. Remember the one that went? Give me any key, quick, quick, quicker. Do you remember? Long live the king. It just ain't coming out. The king of the Jews. Long live our king. Long live our king. And ah, no, I'll just sing, sing. <laughs> He's dressed in white. Na, 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 na. And then by the time I'm getting up and opening my eyes, hey, almost everyone. And you know, I, the, the media team would take videos and would watch the videos. You find in the video, here is this person. They're looking around. They're looking around. 10 minutes later, 25 minutes later, ah. I'm telling you. I can almost sense it. Do you remember the time when uh, there was the cholera situation and we didn't necessarily know what churches were allowed or not, and our church was in town and the army was in town? And I didn't know what to do for that service. And that week, God had given me a song, uh, All I Want Is All I Need Is. And I reached church and I'm told the army is here. Can you tell me before preaching? So I, I, I. and, and you know we had heard stories. <laughs> and so went to the front, got the guitar and began I, I just went into my comfort zone and began to sing it. It's been forever again. <laughs> that was the first time we sang it. I'm just seeing offering time, the army is coming to give the offering. <laughs> and the and then afterwards they came like for the world but the worship that worship i can tell you story after story of what happens when you focus your meditation and for that one i had no choice but to focus it because that's not an area i rated myself i can tell you story after story after story great what am i trying to say The word is spirit. You've been blessed. Look at this. Ephesians 1. This is why you have to cooperate with your faith. We're almost entered. Ephesians 1. I want you to see this verse 3. Hey. Which other ones did you write? Do you remember? Go down by like 3 or 4. Play There's somebody who kept. This one, I remember it. Oh, what are you having to watch it? Anyway? Go down again. Go to positive. Three. Yeah. you are, lucky. When we were done, someone came. This person was fresh from the world. There was something about when you were singing. I don't know what happened. And somebody else who came to my office. No understanding of the gospel. No understanding, live very well. With me. And they said, I've been coming to a church for a few weeks. And I come because before preaching, you usually sing. I don't know, something happens to me. Praise God. I think that was the, I, 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 okay. Maybe when we have a worship time, I'll tell you about it. When you focus your meditation, worship leaders. You can go get a song that people used to do this to. Before you know it, they're crying to it. A song everyone just saw as a contemporary song. You when you sing it, you when you just come and say, So it has been, Really? Lord,
0: it's been that one.
1: It says, Blessed be God. And the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, it is well, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ. Why have I do this? Because of where your spiritual blessings are—they're in the heavenly realms. You have to learn to make them become flesh. And I prophesy over your life in Jesus' name that that which you have seen in the spirit, you shall handle it with your hands. That prosperity you have seen realm of ministry you have seen that realm of academic excellence you have seen that realm of peace that realm of joy now is the time now the time says the lord that's why this message has been brought forth i see things breaking in our realm i see things breaking forth into our realm There is an invasion. There is a breaking in into this realm. And I see it clearly. Come on, pull on it. Focus your attention. Focus your meditation. Focus your prayers. And pull. 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 Come on, suck it out. Bring it in. The Bible says. Come on, take a moment and dodo, Come on, dodo, Shada de 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 hes. de 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 hes. Red so do 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 hos. Jo do 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 Isaiah 66 verse 8. I want everyone standing. If you sense to be on your knees or something you can do it but not seated. Not seated Isaiah 68 6 verse 8 who has heard such a thing who has seen such things shall the earth be made to give birth in one day or shall a nation be born at once for as soon as Zion traveled as soon as Zion traveled she gave birth to her children now in the name of Jesus Break forth into that realm. Break forth into that realm. <laughs>
0: Oh, wow, what a service! I have been so blessed, and I know you have been too. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. You can reach the City of the Lord Church on 777 If you are unable to call, you can email us on the city of the Lord Zambia at gmail.com or reach us on Facebook at the City of the Lord Church. Stay blessed.